Hello and welcome to episode number two of Wrestling Recall, a podcast about wrestling, uh, about WWE and TNA. Uh, last week there was no podcast because I didn't have the time to do it, uh, but I'm back this week and I hope that I continue to do this every Wednesday. Uh, we had LNSL this week. It was a big paper. It's not a big pay per view. Is a pay per view not a big one? But it's different from usual, so I guess it needs to be talked about with some more detail. Um, it Was it good? Was it bad? I think it was a, a competent pay-per-view, I guess. Uh, it did what it was supposed to do. Uh, not really interesting in terms of wrestling or even storyline advancements, but it was a Cena-less pay-per-view. There was no John Cena match, uh, so that's a plus. We had some title changes, uh, and overall, I think it was a normal pay-per-view. I mean, a regular 6 out of 10, maybe. Um... What what I think it was the the, mo- the more engaging matches, you can say Kofi Kingston and The Miz was pretty cool. CM Punk and Ryback was what was expected, but um, I think it was surprising that at the end they climbed the cell. I was not expecting that, and it had a really big epic moment feel to it because Ryback is such an imposing figure and. Him at the top of the cell with Punk. It was really... I don't know. I wasn't expecting it. It was really good. Uh, I didn't know if the cage was going to break. And Punk was going to fall. But I doubted that would happen. Still very interesting that they actually went up there and did it. Uh, really highlight of the show. And, and really it was the only highlight of the show I guess. Uh, <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a, I have a cold. But it was the only real highlight of the sh- of the program of Ali Nassel. But it was really good. The match was uh, a regular Ryback dominates. Punk fights back a little bit. But at the end, he, he lost. I mean, it was just 11 minutes. So it, it didn't add a lot of time. It was a very short main event. Uh, it ended because of uh, referee in- interference. Which I was not expecting. I, I was expecting someone like... Uh, Brock Lesnar or something like that to intervene so to set up the Survivor Series match. Instead, we got a referee um, intervention, which was pretty cool because I wasn't expecting it. Uh, still, it leaves Survivor Series without a big, big name. Um, I mean, you have Mike Foley. I'm gonna address that later. Still, it, it's not. It's no Brock Lesnar, and Mike Mick Foley is not. Uh, in the ring, so I guess, I don't know if it counts, it's just there. Uh, Apart from that, I think Big Show and Sheamus, uh, it was a surprise. I wasn't expecting it to be as intense as it was, because I know, and I don't like Sheamus or Big Show a lot, I mean, I don't know, I like Sheamus depending on his opponent, and... Given the fact that it was against Big Show, I wasn't expecting uh, a great match. But they really uh, gave a lot to the match. They... Sheamus 
really was very intense and it was nice to see Sheamus as the underdog because you usually just see Sheamus uh, dominating uh, and now you saw Sheamus being dominated, fighting his way back, trying to win. It was very cool and in the end he didn't win so it was even more uh, surprising. It was not the underdog goes against all odds, it was the underdog fights the monster and the monster wins. So I guess that was a nice change of pace from the usual WWE business. It was nice to see, not Big Show winning because I do not like Big Show, but it was nice to see Sheamus fighting the good fight and losing. And he will eventually regain the title or go for the WWE Championship. Still, it was nice. I would like to see Sheamus overcome Big Show eventually. I mean, make it a bigger storyline. But... Ziggler is there trying to win the title and there are Wade, there is Wade Barrett uh, for the spot. So I don't know if Sheamus is going to go to the WWE scene, the championship scene, or if they're going to make a bigger storyline out of this. Still, I, I liked it. It was, a good, it was a good match. Apart from that, you had Calvin Kingston and The Miz that you know they can put up a great match. The Miz is really, has really improved as as a, a cha as champion and as a wrestler in and out of itself, so I liked it. Uh, Coffee Kingston always brings it in the ring. Very athletic guy, not the best in terms of storyline, but very athletic non nonetheless. So uh, it was good. Um, the other big match was Randy Orton versus Alberto Del Rio, not because it was big in terms of. Importance, but because it's been hyped quite much, it's been like the fourth match that was the most hyped, uh, apart from the Team L No, the Big Show, and Punk. Then it was Randy Orton over the Rio. They opened the match, <coughs> the sorry, the program, and they accompanied, they did a competent match. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of either of the um, persons involved, but. It was okay, I guess. Not, not really a lot to talk about it. You had Team Eldo and Team Rhodes Scholars. It was a good match. Um, to end by disqualification, I was not expecting it, but I guess it serves to prolong the food to see for the match to the the, the rivalry to go to go longer, since now they're gonna get a rematch maybe after Survivor Series. And we're going to see if... Maybe... I, I am seeing Rhodes Scholars uh, getting the championship. And then Brian and Kane going for a rivalry. And then that's it. And so Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara can gain the title. So they go on a rivalry and then WrestleMania match with them. I'm seeing... That's what I'm guessing right now. It's what I'm hoping for at least. Because I want to see Brian as a singles competitor winning something... Of importance like the World Heavyweight Championship or the WWE Championship, and for that needs to ditch Kane. But I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it happen uh, before WrestleMania. So after WrestleMania, maybe we see that. Uh, as the match itself, I think they. Uh, I don't like the chemistry between Sandow and Rhodes. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of that tag team, but I mean. You cannot have a bad match with Daniel Bryan. I mean, every time he's in a ring with someone, it's gold because they all, they, uh, Bryan always brings the best in his opponents. And Sandow, I think it was the, really the highlight, apart from Bryan, of the match. 
um, uh, the antics between Brian and Ka Brian and Kane were good. Uh, it was the usual. I'm not gonna tag you, or I'm force tagging you. And then Brian attacks Kane, and surprisingly, so I guess we're setting up a, a rivalry here. And Kane just goes bazankers and smashes everyone around, causing the disqualification. That was a a, a good finish, but the match was very toe-to-toe. Uh, -to -toe. Brian was not played wiki. I think JR really sold Brian. I mean, he, he just complimented him, saying he was a, a submission master and he was very ferocious and stuff like that. So I guess Brian is being portrayed stronger. That's cool. And that's actually very good. <coughs> so, I, it's it's an improvement. I guess the whole being a weak link storyline is going to be a payoff for Brian to come on top and prove that he's not a weak link. That would be... I think that's what's going to happen because Kane at this stage in his career just needs to put people over. And maybe Kane can put Brian over as a serious competitor. And I would I mean that would be one of the last things Kane is gonna do in the company because he's very he's getting old. And maybe Kane really brings the best of Brian and I guess we're gonna see uh, I'm I'm hopeful about the attack team and about the outcome of that. The other matches, we had Cesaro retaining the title against Jesse Gabriel. A really a nothing to say here. Here is a normal match, no big highlights. It's just normal and Cesaro won. It was a short match, nothing to to a point. We had Eve, Layla and Caitlyn. Well, the usual Divas match. Short and with some spots like the, what Layla likes to do. Uh, jumping in the ropes and then... Uh, flipping on top of people. That's business as usual. Sin Karen and Mysterio versus primetime players was, was really boring. I, I didn't like the match at all. Uh, I don't... I think primetime players really don't match well with Mysterio and Kara. And just filler as was the Eve and was as was the Cesaro match. They could have disappeared and make more time for the other matches. That would have been cool since I would like to see Punk and Ryback in a bigger match. Maybe Punk actually dominating and Ryback dominating and then both of them shocking. That would be way more epic. Instead, we got a very short match and Ryback still looks strong. Punk looks like a coward eel. So everything is normal in the WWE business and WWE universe. So this was Hell in a Cell. Overall, I said it was a 6 out of 10. I'll stick to that note. The last moments of the match with Ryback on top of the cell were epic, and that's what really gives this grade. Big Show and Sheamus was a win. Road Scholars, Damian Noah was, was, I'm guessing it was above average, maybe 7 out of, maybe 7 out of 10. Randy Orton Del Rio was a normal normal match, same as the others. I'm not doing scores for everything, I'm just doing scores for the ones that I think should be highlighted to see how good or how bad they were. If this so if if a match is better just because it's a bad match, not no need to score. The, the good matches I'm gonna maybe score just to have a, a notion of how good or how bad they are. Now coming to Raw, I have uh, the breakout here. So if I'm reading, it's because 
if if I take longer because I'm reading it. The breakout. Uh, what I thought of Raw was it was best better than last week, not in terms of uh, wrestling or but storytelling wise. I think it was it was a better a better Raw. It could have been better, and that's what I'm going to talk about mainly here is the Survivor Series teams. I think uh, it was a, just a bad payoff to the show. Because you had a great, or a, at least a really good uh, segment to begin with, with Punk and Foley. And, and Foley and Punk really seem to have some chemistry together, and Foley clearly likes Punk, so it was a good segment. Punk is always gold on the mic. Foley is, is, is very good also, so it was a good segment. And then we found out Foley versus Punk on Survivor Series, and I was like, oh my god, there's going to be a great team. I'm going to see Lesnar. I'm going to see maybe some Attitude Era superstar from uh, from Foley because they are friends and all. I'm going to see Foley. I'm going to see Foley compete. I'm going to... I don't know. I was, I was ex- expecting a bigger uh, payoff than what we did. Not that the teams are bad, but they are not. They lack star power. And I guess that's just what... Uh, Happens on the PG era is that there are no stars whatsoever, uh, except for three or four guys. So when we have a Survivor Series match, most of the guys are not stars. Really, no surprise at all. There was nothing uh, really amazing in terms of uh, the the reveal of the teams. There was no shocker moment. There was no guy that you thought was not going to compete. No. They were all just continuations of the the rivalries we have, and that was it. I'm, I mean, is Ryback supposed to be a shock? It was not. Everybody was expecting it. I mean, they were they were not going to stop the push. Uh, John Cena is not on the Survivor Series team, so that was the only shock that you could actually have. Is like John Cena is back, but no, John Cena is is on his own thing right now with Vicky and AJ and Ziggler. But the teams, uh, they're going to probably get all squashed, squashed by Rabek. I'm not seeing how they're going to make <coughs> a good match when one of the guys is supposed to be nearly invincible. So it's, it's probably just going to tear through the Punk's team that was is going to be it. Not very good, but it's probably what you're going to get. So JTG was back on Raw, squash match, nothing to a point here. Uh, Randy Orton and Barrett continue their uh, thingy. It's not a rivalry, but they are fighting each other regularly. I don't know if it's going to be a rivalry, but I guess not. I think Orton is one of the guys in the team in Survivor Series, so Wade Barrett is not... uh, I think it's not... uh, let me see. No, uh, Way Barrett's not part of the team, so uh, that that rivalry is not in existence. It's just a series of matches. I think they have a cool chemistry together. I don't. I'm not liking the style of Wade Barrett lately. Uh, I guess I can get used to it. It's not my type of wrestling. Still, with Orton, they produce good matches. They had a rivalry before uh, Barrett's injury. But I think they put on a series of good matches. It's good. 
to fill the time on Raw with uh, with quality wrestling, and that's I think that's what we get. Not five star matches, but good television matches. So AJ and Vicky are on their rivalry with John Cena, and uh, and Ziggler. I, I guess this rivalry has some good things and some bad things. Good thing is Ziggler is on a rivalry with the top dog on WWE. I don't know if this is going to main event Survivor Series. For, I, I mean, a part of me wants it to because it's Ziggler on the main event. Another part of me doesn't want it because it's John Cena on the main event. Probably it's not going to main event Survivor Series, but it's going to be a Ziggler Cena match. I mean, my problem with it is that Ziggler is probably going to get squashed. I'm not seeing Ziggler go over this. He should, but I'm not seeing it. So it's another main event, another loss for Ziggler. Ziggler has been in a pretty bad record this year. And since he won the briefcase, he lost two times on pay-per-view with two guys that he should be going over since. It's Jericho and Orton, which are older stars. should be putting over future of the company like Ziggler. The only he loses like, like, uh, always. So I'm not seeing him go over Cena. It would be a great night for Ziggler if he goes over uh, Cena and then wins the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, let's see how how it goes. I'm not seeing it, but maybe WWE surprises us. So that's good. AJ had a match tonight also. And I did have a lot of segments this week. I'm seeing here two, three segments. So, three, four. So, uh, AJ has four segments. AJ is really the focus of the program right now. Maybe because she's with John Cena. Maybe because just McMahon really likes AJ. I think AJ had more segments than Punk. And Punk is supposed to be the WWE champion. So, Punk right now is being... Is being... Uh, Put it on backseat to AJ. Still, Punk got the main event and opening. That's that's awesome as always. Uh, but I'm seeing AJ is really the focus of the show. So right now you have maybe uh, three main story, four main storylines. AJ is one of those. With John Cena, Guerrero, and Ziggler, and Ziggler is part of it. So I, I like it. If it if he wins something or if he at least looks threatening, I would like it. The segments with Vicky and AJ uh, was Vicky real, being a really bad person and AJ just snapping because she's crazy, right? Uh, John Cena plays the innocent. He didn't do anything. Um, but I, I said four segments with AJ, but the Cena, Guerrero, and Ziggler didn't add AJ in person, I guess, but he was about her. That's why I counted four. Uh, John Cena plead innocent even when you see photos of them going in the elevator or <clears throat> the the dinner you see all of this footage John Cena says he's innocent he got really pissed off at Ziggler because he said something about AJ that was pretty much the segment uh, it was entertaining I guess not I mean it's kind of it's very soap opera but it's what we have today it was not that bad it was I guess in the realistic style that <clears throat> you see on today's wrestling. Um, it's, uh, let's see how where it goes. If we have any twists or turn, I don't know if we're gonna have. But right now, 
Yeah, I think it's building up. Let's see how it goes. Regular stuff. Champion defense champion match. Kingston and Tony Cesaro was a good match. Uh, it ended with uh, uh, an intervention from Miz and R-Truth. I guess R-Truth is going to compete for the US Championship. Um, maybe a run for R-Truth before uh, he retires or something like that. That would be cool. I guess R-Truth could have been way bigger than WWE made him. But right now he's, he's not going to get any bigger. He's old. He's not gonna get a main event push like he had last year. So um, that was it. I mean, I guess jobbing for The Rock is the best thing Arthur is gonna do in his career. Um, another AJ segment. <coughs> uh, but pretty much the AJ and Vicky Guerrero segments was Vicky said he had a thing with John Cena. John Cena said no. Uh, Vicky said it again. AJ said no. Cena got pissed, AJ got pissed. That's pretty much, and AJ is clearly being mistreated and humiliated by uh, Guerrero. Then we had something, I think it was surprising. We had two 3MB segments. We had their match, which was, um, I guess, was a low-card match, nothing to be excited about. And then we had their segment, which was an interview, which I really, I really enjoyed because I, I really enjoyed the line when Ginger Mahal says he's the funny one in the group and then does this serious face. I I guess I chuckled. I liked it. And I want to see more segments with that. Not really them in the ring. Or at least if you make them fight, make them fight guys that are not Santino Morella. <coughs> they cannot really do comedy matches. Uh, more serious matches. Match would be something of value. Still, this, their uh, segment was really funny. I want more of that. And I think we have um, a successful combination in 3MB. It's a low-card stable. It's still entertaining, and that's what I want when I watch WWE. I want to be entertained. And that's what 3MB does to me. It's comedy done right. At least it was done right uh, this week. Their match... I think, I think in terms of a comedy wrestling, it should be you are a comedy character, but you are good in the ring. You should not be uh, just comedy in ring work. Because slapstick comedy in ring, for me, is just uh, not funny. Um, uh, so, but I guess we're seeing that with Brian because he's a comedy character outside, but then when he's on the ring, he's a, he's a good competitor. I think that's the path to go, like you, like you did with Kurt Angle. It's, it's the second time that I say that with Kurt Angle in the time of his career was a comedy character that was very good in the ring you should do the same for uh, Brian and maybe for 3MD may, may make them comedy but that can be vicious and it can be good in the ring not making slapstick comedy slapstick comedy Santino Morello showed it that Santino Morello did it well but it was not funny so let's see what 3MD uh, goes out for it uh, and so far, the sketch was good. The match was so-so. But I liked the sketch, so continue that. Uh, Sheamus and uh, Big Show. Sheamus did usual... Uh, I mean, face promo when he lost, saying that he gave his best. But Big Show was the bigger man. That he's going to continue fight, and then... 
uh, it's gonna win the, the war at the end. It was usual, but it was more serious, so I like that. Uh, it's a more serious side of Sheamus that we need to see in order for him to actually become a main event star, not just a, a glorified mid-carter. I mean, it is to show the serious side. It is to show that he can put, put up a fight. And maybe Big Show is the ideal opponent for, for him to do that. Um, and he attacked Big Show in the end, showing that he's not uh, playing around. He's not making fun of Show. He's just destroying him. That was, that was actually pretty cool. Uh, then we have another AJ segment. So that's five segments. Um, five AJ Cena Vicky uh, segments. Uh, <coughs> that's um, that's a lot of AJ and Cena. But I mean AJ is really the new uh, golden boy for for McMahon. McMahon really likes her, and that's why we're going to see more of her. Uh, we have. A Foley segment, uh, which is promotion for the Elite 13. Alberto Del Rio Gabriel was really not good. I don't like Alberto Del Rio, so there was a bad match. I don't want to see it anymore. And then there's the main event. There's the big one thing that everybody should be talking about today, even if it was completely underwhelming. We have uh, the announcing of the teams. The teams for... Uh, Survivor Series match. Survivor Series is one of the f- four big pay-per-view, uh, four big pay-per-views that we got, and the teams should be something amazing, something really good. And overall, they were underwhelming. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna announce the teams. Team Punk. Is going to be The Miz, Cody Rhodes, Damien Sandown, and Alberto Del Rio. From here, we have nothing special. I mean, Alberto Del Rio is not the name that I would choose for my team. Sandown Rhodes, uh, I, I mean, one comes with another, she's there, attack him, and then The Miz, which really is not a big threat. And then you have pretty much their counterparts in the rivalry spectrum. You have Kingston. Rivalry with The Miz, Brian and Kane, Rivalry with Team Rhodes Scholars, then Randy Orton, Alberto Del Rio, and then Ryback is going to face Punk. So, it's pretty much just an extension of the rivalries that we are seeing. There's no big team versus team match. It's pretty business as usual. I'm not saying the match is not going to be entertaining. It probably will be. Uh, even though Ryback's probably kicking everybody's butt, uh, since is Ryback is the big machine, it's gonna destroy everything. But the teams are very underwhelming because I think people were expecting uh, some bigger names. Um, but the truth is, you don't have those bigger names on your card uh, right now. You don't. Uh, even if I don't know why Show and Sheamus are not part of the. Not part of the team, since I would like to see Sheamus go against Ryback or something like that. But they're not part of the teams. I don't know why you would choose uh, Kofi Kingston or Demis instead of Sheamus and Show. Uh, 
and it would give it a bigger, uh, big match feel more than it has today because those names are prob they're all mid carders. That's the thing. You are making a Survivor Series match with mid card players. There's no, there's like two main event superstars that are Punk and Brian, and maybe if you can Ryback because Randy Orton right now is is not main, is, he has not main evented in 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 months. Uh, same with pretty much everybody except Brian Punk and Ryback. They they made uh, Ryback at the first main event. Uh, Around the cell, Brian has some main events under his belt. Uh, if you count uh, Raw shows where he finish finish Raws and Smackdowns and he uh, and uh, WWE Championship food, but he's not really. Uh, so low main event stars. How can you you have a Survivor Series match with three main event stars? That's it. The Miz was a form is a former main eventer. Uh, Randy Orton and Kane also are. The others never main evented in their life. And but I guess Survivor Series is not a time to put up your talents. It's a time to have your big players fight each other. That's not what you find here. And suddenly Mick Foley comes in and challenges him with no payoff or uh, no setup or anything. It would be better, I think, if McMahon was the challenger, not Foley. Because McMahon actually fought Punk and fought uh, an endorsed an, an Ryback. So I, I, if McMahon was the one using the challenge, that would make it way more credible that suddenly Mick Foley wants a match. That's pretty much what I think of Survivor Series uh, teams. I'm going to see how this is going to develop uh, next week. But for now, underwhelming. That's the word I describe this main event. The rest of the show was... It was a good show. It was an average... Maybe a little bit of average Raw. A lot of AJ. And... The usual TV matches. I mean, that's the, what you can expect from a Raw these days. That was it. Now, I don't think I'm going to have time to talk about SmackDown without really making this a long show. So I'm going to jump to TNA Impacts. Uh, what we have on TNA Impact was a way better show. I guess that's all I can say. It was a better show. It was an actual good wrestling show. And if you like wrestling, you should be watching Impact. You can watch WWE as well, but Impact is really bringing the goods. So we had... I'm going to do this by order, I guess. Uh, you had X Division title match between Rob Van Dam and Zima Ion. Uh... What can I say about about this match? It was what was a good match, Bound for Glory, or at least a regular. Not a, I'm not saying a good match it was a regular match with even even if Robert Dam is a little slow, was an okay match. It was an okay match again. Uh, Robert Dam solidifies himself as the X Division champion, and I guess Simayan is out for the time being. Um, I, I don't know who's gonna. Uh, be the next challenger, but I'm not seeing Zimai continue to pursue it. 
Don't forget, Z-Mayan will uh, have a, a match with Gis Sorensen. Let's not forget it. I mean, when Jess is ready to go back, he's probably going to have this picture down with um, Z-Mayan. So, uh, uh, so they will continue. Zimayan will go back to the title, I guess. I'm seeing it. And as I said, there's no what the next uh, opponent is going to be. Clearly, it's going to be Joe Ryan's. Uh, Joe Ryan intervened with Matt Morgan. I like that Matt Morgan is with Joe Ryan because Joe Ryan is a smaller dude. But he can actually be threatening with Matt Morgan on his side. Even if Matt Morgan will eventually have a main event push because he's a really big dude. Uh, Joey Ryan should be on the X Division the title. I wasn't. I, I said that I didn't know the competitor because I was in doubt if uh, Joey Ryan was going for the X Division title or for the TV title. I guess I, I just continued reading the results and that was it. I'm reading the results but I did saw the show. I'm just reminding myself of what happened so I can comment. Um... Matt Morgan, uh, I think about Matt Morgan, is in his rivalry with Will Hogan, I guess. Uh, he's insulting Will Hogan and trending Will Hogan. I don't know if anything's going to come out of here or he's just Matt Morgan being a bad a bad guy. But that's what you're seeing. Uh, Joe Ryan is probably going to be the next division champion. I like that. He's a really talented guy. And I hope to see more. Uh, I think the highlight of the show was Austin Aries. His segments outside the Hulk Hogan's office window, it was amazing. I mean, he made fun of all the guys. It was really entertaining. It was really funny. He talks really good. <coughs> he talks really well. And overall, very entertaining. It ended up with um, uh, facing Mr. Anderson. Uh, and... Uh, and winning, even if it was with some shenanigans. But he won his match against Anderson, which was a good match. Ocinaris really um, uh, so there was that was it. That was how the match went. Then we had Nails and Xerin promo. Uh, they are trying to continue their their rivalry with Chavo and with <coughs> uh, Hernandez. I really like when uh, Kazarian, I think it was Kazarian that said that Guerrero only uses uh, his name to get cheers. That that's pretty much what happened. I think it was spot on. I don't know why he's saying that because he's really burying Chavo since everybody know knows that Chavo just uses Guerrero's name to be someone. So that I, I I got to agree with Daniels and Kazarian in that in that regard, and the other things they said were just to get it like saying they were illegal immigrants and all of that. Uh, uh, so uh, they want then Shavu appears. Uh,
um, that was the continuation of uh, of that. Uh, and then there was a petition for Danas and Kazarian to have their, their rematch. I think that was a, a nice touch with them going out on the audience for them to sign in. It was really cool. We had the usual Ogan shenanigans. Ogan shows the... It was... Uh, Ogan shows the challenger for uh, the title, for the TNA world title since this is Championship Thursday. I, sh- I forgot to mention it. Um... Uh, Eventually, uh, chose a storm, right? No, Kurt Angle. Eventually, chose Kurt Angle. It, it was a it was a good match. Jeff Hardy and Kurt Angle know each other. They go way back, and they they did a, a good match. Jeff Hardy won like he should. He he showed that he's a serious a serious um, champion. And the rematch with Austin Aries will eventually be a turning point. Um, and he's continuing there. Fredo Jeff Hardy is still trending in, attacking him in, which should be doing, so that's cool. That's actually, I think they're doing a, a good setup for the Austin Aries and Jeff Hardy. That you didn't add a good setup on Bottom for Glory, now you're, you're getting a bad setup since Austin Aries is really. Embracing his ill role and being very very aggressive and really wanting the title, it's gonna uh, it's gonna give a big match feel to that. And if even if um, Jeff Hardy regains, which I wouldn't be surprised, you still have uh, you still have um, all set up for for it. <coughs> and uh, Austin Aries is is showing to be very aggressive, very threatening. That's it's the way it should be, and it's, it gives a more important feeling to the match at any point. About uh, Aces and Aids, you saw Aces and Aids choosing, um, choosing a a victim for for the show. You didn't know who the victim was going to be, but you knew someone was. Again, uh, you discovered that they were attacking Kurt Angle. And West Briscoe and Garrett Bischoff come in and chase them off. It was the only Garrett Bischoff appearance in the in the show. I mean, thank God for that. And uh, they attack Kurt Angle. I don't know if Kurt Angle is going to be out or if Kurt Angle is going to be the next in line to challenge Aces and Aids. Um, uh, to say that uh, Bully Ray comes in and cuts a pro, that was actually... Uh, he accused uh, uh, he accused Devon uh, of being a bad friend of betraying him um, and challenge him for open fight night uh, so we're gonna have a Devon versus Bully Ray match uh, you uh, Devon come in with this is an ace, they cut a promo together, uh, Devon and Blue Ray. Very entertaining. As I said, these guys just they are taking the partners uh, for a long time. They know each other, they know how to work with each other. And it's going to be entertaining to see them fight at Open Fight Night. Um, Devon versus Blue Ray, I'm actually looking forward to that, even if I don't know. Even if I don't know 
don't like sorry don't like Devon's work in the ring him and Bullet Ray is going to be entertaining for sure um, uh, another two matches that happened was Tara vs Brooke Testmaster Tara won regular uh, it was a good defense match I like both competitors and uh, Tara is solid finder right now though it was normal for Dude, I guess ODP is gonna. I think ODP is gonna be the next one. Yes, um, it's gonna be the next in line for the championship. I guess they should actually find somebody for Brooke to do with other divas because we have girls like M Mickey James not doing anything. Maybe more than one divas match per week. Maybe two divas match per week um, because they actually have a divas division, something that the WWE has not. And they could actually improve it by having more matches and not just the championship matches. Actually, it's a Mojo for fighting Robbie T. It was not an interesting match. I didn't like Robbie T. I had no curiosity to see what's going to happen because it was pretty obvious that Samojo is going to win. I really, there's nothing to talk about, about it. So, um, to see what happened on the show. You had Isis and Night's development with them attacking, attacking Kurt uh, Angle. You had Devon and Bully Ray. Uh, Devon and Bully Ray uh, advancements with them doing a promo and announcing a match for next week. And Austin Aries and Jeff Hardy can. Jeff, uh, Austin Aries is still looking strong, and Jeff Hardy is being threatened by him. And. Uh, so that's that was pretty much it. That was the advancements we had. It was a very good show. I really liked it. I liked it more than I liked uh, than I liked Raw or SmackDown. So I'll continue to watch it. It's been. It was a very, I mean, it was a very add on the seat uh, program. You never know what really uh, was going to happen in the. Um, you really don't know what was going to happen uh, in uh, the show. It was unpredictable. It was, um, most of it all was a very fun, a very fun show. And. Uh, it should be, um, should continue to be watched. I guess that's it. Uh, I want um, there's no much thing to do about SmackDown. It was set up for uh, Ellie Nacelle, and since we already saw Ellie Nacelle, there's really no need to talk about it. Um, that was it. That was today's show. To notice that my blog is totalwrestlingrecall.blogspot.com. You can go there. Uh, Watch the shows and um, can watch the shows and comment. You can also subscribe us on iTunes at Wrestling Recall. Just search for Wrestling Recall and you can subscribe. So you can go to the blog. You can subscribe, and I hope you go there. You comment. You like us, and uh, hope to see you. Uh, see you next week. This was Wrestling Recall, a wrestling podcast. Uh, thank you, and see you next week.